You know, we really want to know what God wants it to look like. And so have we had what I'll call bumps? Absolutely. Have we had those moments where we're kind of not digging in our heels, but we've just reached an, a sort of an impasse. And it's like, I see it one way, Amy sees it another way. What we do is we're like, okay, let's take it to prayer. Because ultimately, we want to know what God wants it to look like. And ultimately, whatever that is, it's so much better than anything one of us could have come up with. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith-inspired to tackle the messy and embrace the beautiful areas of life. We're going to meet you right where you're at, right when you need it, by helping you live a less stressed, more joy-filled life lived by bold faith and walking in obedience. You have a God-sized calling, but you don't have to choose between your sanity or juggling it all. We'll keep you one step ahead, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Because faith is not just a belief. It's a lifestyle. Community and unity are, in essence, a part of Christianity's DNA. So collaborations and partnerships should come at an ease for Christians. However, that is not always the case. Pride can often rear its ugly head, creating strife and tension in areas where unity is desired. Amy Cedrone and Catherine Gates are no strangers to the Faith Inspired Podcast. They've shared their passion for sharing your faith boldly at work and play in episode 56 and their collaboration with the Boldly Conference as two separate organizations. When God told them a permanent partnership was needed through the merger of their two organizations, they knew the first step they needed to take to have peace trump pride each step of the way. So listen in as Amy and Catherine share their story of combining two organizations into one, how they've managed to tame the messy parts along with the pride, and how they've put unity and shared values first to create a partnership like no other. Hello, welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast, Amy and Catherine. It's nice to have you on again. Thank you so much. We're so excited to be here. Very excited. Thank you, Erica. Yeah, it's so great to see you guys again. We had a wonderful conversation last time you were on. We talked about faith at work and play, and that was just such a well-received episode. And so I am just pumped to have you on again. Last time we chatted, you had come here to talk a little bit about the Boldly Conference as well, along as faith and work at play, but you were both a part of separate organizations at that time. You were supporting the Boldly Conference and promoting that together But Amy, you were a part of the Polish Network, and Catherine, you were a part of Women in the Marketplace. But this time, we have changed that. You are actually both a part of the Polish Network and have decided to collaborate and come together. So I would love to talk about that specifically today because the DNA of Christianity is partnerships, collaboration, unity. But often, we don't always execute that the way we should or would like to. And so I really want to start with the why. 
why did the two of you and your organizations decide to have this partnership and this collaboration? And then why is it so important that faith-based organizations can collaborate with one another? Collaboration has just been my heart for, gosh, Erica, since I worked at Work Matters. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, we've got a big mission and none of us in ministry, especially marketplace ministry or otherwise, can accomplish that mission alone. And often we're small organizations that have not super full teams, right? Like we have a lot of part-time people and we can't do this alone. And we were created to do it alone. And so to your point, you know, we were created to be the body of Christ. You know, Jesus really prayed for us to be one, to work in unity together. And so I feel like we have a perfect opportunity here in Marketplace Ministry to join forces and truly give people an example, give the world an example of what it looks like to lock arms and release our own agendas and truly bring the different ideas, creativity, perspectives together to accomplish so much more. Yeah. As I got to know Catherine and Women in the Marketplace and even um, the founder of Women in the Marketplace, Kathy Book, as I got to know them through Boldly, the Lord really began to show us where our missions aligned. And there are so many things where we share the same heart for collaboration, but also the what of what we were doing and the who of who we were serving was so similar And Catherine and I just began to pray and think about what would it look like to make a greater impact on the kingdom by combining forces. And Catherine talks a lot about the body of Christ and how it works together. You even heard her mention that a little bit just now. But this idea that because we're called to oneness, because we're called to unity, we're to function as a whole body. And I think collaboration is a great idea that a lot of people want to pursue, but when they get down to the brass tacks of it, it's a little messy. It could be a little hard and it can kind of what we say down here in Texas and kind of kick the ant pile over and, you know, little ants go everywhere. And what we found is that the benefit of collaborating in an official way by merging our two organizations was worth the cost of some of that messiness. When we chose to have a kingdom perspective over what we were doing, and so uh, and and to really to look at what it would look like to function and to represent the body of Christ at an organizational level, and so it was pretty clear after getting to know her and just becoming dear friends with Catherine, and uh, just have a deep respect and admiration for the work that Women in Marketplace has done. It was kind of a no-brainer for us that uh, we needed to link arms. And so that's kind of what led us to the merger and even right now kind of unearthing the beauty of what the collaboration can bring. So what have you experienced with that beauty? What um, has that collaboration brought you? I would say the good part. And then you mentioned the messy. So when you said the messy and the anthill, pride just came to my mind. And I can see that with just how tightly I hold specific things of faith and gather. And I have a collaborator 
I have a collaborative heart to connect with women and do that. But then when it would come down to actually executing, I can see that big word pride in big, bold letters coming to the surface and having to work through that. So what has worked for you? And then where have you found those messy parts? Because there's a reality to our humanness. You're right, Erica. You know, we have egos for a reason, right? God gave us egos. We just need to put them in the right place. What I found works is we've got to be very intentional about doing that. And I think what's worked well for Women in the Marketplace and Polish, for Amy and Catherine, for the two teams coming together, is that we really have a kingdom perspective. You know, we really want to know what God wants it to look like. And so have we had what I'll call bumps? Absolutely. Have we had those moments where we're kind of not digging in our heels, but we've just reached an, a sort of an impasse. And it's like, I see it one way, Amy sees it another way. What we do is we're like, okay, let's take it to prayer. Because ultimately, we want to know what God wants it to look like. And ultimately, whatever that is, it's so much better than anything one of us could have come up with. Yeah, that's really been the case. You know, you mentioned uh, pride and I think that's probably part of it. But I also think that when when you believe that God has called you to a mission, to a certain career, to a purpose, and in our case, it was this purpose of helping women integrate their faith in their work, you can kind of get into this silo thinking where you feel like God's only downloaded that special message to you. And I think when Catherine and I were like, what would it look like to not compete, you know, but to cheer one another on? I love how Nona Jones says you can't compete against someone that you're cheering for. Think about that. The cheerleader on the sideline is cheering for the players on the field. And so we were looking at this like, hush. The Lord has called us both to this purpose, and He's given us both this passion, both of our organizations. And so cheering one another on certainly looked like sponsoring and hosting the conference together, not worrying about, are people going to join your organization or are they going to join ours? And then the Lord took it one step further. I think I'm hoping as a result of that obedience of serving together, but I think where the messiness can lie is when you hold on to your own agendas, where you have a heart of competition and not collaboration, or even fear, Erica, because I think people so fear loss. You know, people hate change, but at the heart of change is loss. Think about that. Anytime something changes in your life, you lose something. I just became an empty nester. This office that I'm in right now was my son's teenage room, you know? And so as an empty nester, I lose the presence of my kiddo in my house, right? But it's ushered in this new season where my husband and I are able to serve in different ways because we have more ability to be present. And so the same thing with collaboration, that it requires change. And when you change and you invite somebody into your space and vice versa, like we did with Women in the Marketplace, you know, they come equipped with their own ideas and own experiences and even expertise, you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, they know more than I do about this. I probably should listen, you know. And so I think the messy part can get when you hold on too much to fear, to uh, inability to change. I think for sure pride 
And when you dig your heels in and say, my way is the best way because God handed me this mission, the truth is he wants us to work together as a body. We say it all the time and it's kind of cliche, but it's true, but we really are better together. You mentioned the, but only God could have downloaded this to me. This was the mission that he gave me. And I've thought that way too recently. So God gave me this dream of having this Christian woman entrepreneur community. And as I was starting to really, he actually gave me this dream over a year ago. And as I was starting to actually be bold and take confident steps in that, there were a few women that came out with their own Christian communities of entrepreneurs. And I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, like, you know, all that pride and the anxiety and fear, fear of loss all came up. And I had to think, okay, Erica, like this is the reality that God has put this on their heart too. And maybe down the line, there is opportunity for collaboration and partnerships. But right now you need to work on your pride and just know that like there's a bigger mission to the kingdom and that he has given this beautiful dream to so many different women because there's so many different people that they touch and that I touch and that are all going to be for this greater purpose. So I love how you, you mentioned like, you know, he doesn't just give you these individual dreams that may be specific to your community or whatever it is, but he's giving other people those dreams too. So then we can be united in this Christian community and take that further for the kingdom. And so thank you for saying that because I think that was so beautiful. You had also mentioned prayer and how it was so important. So I would really like to know the practical. So there's prayer, but before you get to the prayer, you have to actually address the situation. And that can be sticky and uncomfortable when you get in those situations of like, okay, you know, maybe their idea isn't the idea that you would go with. And so you have to address that and come to some prayer time. How do you actually, when you kind of get to those rubber hits the road moments, how do you practically address them and then make it so it's not a tension point and actually so you can bring it to prayer? Actually, prayer, Erica, is incredibly practical. Prayer is what brought us together to begin with. It was constant daily prayer that Kathy Book, the founder of Women in the Marketplace, through that prayer was led to say, we've got to partner with Polished to make the next Boldly Conference happen. It was through that process, and I was the one working most closely with the Polished Network team, but then Kathy was watching this and it was through prayer that she said, you know, I really feel like God's leading us to explore merging. That is the first most practical, most strategic step is being in constant prayer. Because when you are, it's that foundation that when you hit that bump and you're not sure which way to go, you're very comfortable saying, oh, you know what? We just need to hit the pause button right now and seek God. I couldn't agree with Catherine more that it is prayer is is an integral part of our strategic planning. If not, it's our first step. It is definitely not an afterthought. Uh, There are things that he downloaded to us when we stopped to pray that honestly, I would have been like, there is no way. There's no way. And God was like, yeah, way, you know, (laughs) Um, there is a way. And uh, 
there's a, an amazing organization. I'll just give them a, a shout out. It's called Attune to Grow. And Tracy Matthews is the executive director there. She's actually speaking at the Boldly Conference. Catherine's going to interview her. And she led us through this really beautiful, practical way to pray. We brought our initiatives to the table. And I think a lot of working women have done work sessions where they throw sticky notes up on the wall and they categorize themes. Imagine doing that, but asking the Holy Spirit to decide what goes on those sticky notes. That's essentially what she does. And so she leads us through a collaborative strategic planning together where we literally stop. We ask the Holy Spirit to inspire about a certain topic. And through that, that really is what began the merger process. It also is the process that we use to decide what are the themes for this year's Boldly Conference. And so it really has been a very practical way to make sure that we're seeking the Lord first in His direction. And I tell you what, when you do get to those sticky places, like Catherine mentioned, uh, where we get you know, oh, I have an idea about this and she has an idea about that. Uh, I know for certain that if we say, let's just pause and pray about that. I know Catherine's going to do that. And she knows I'm going to do that. And we just had it just even this week, a conversation where the Lord, I took something to prayer and the Lord downloaded it. And I, we changed course a little bit on how we were doing something with our merger and something I kind of was like, this is the right way. And the Lord's like, I've got a better way. And so I think just that practical nature of just opening your ears up. He is a God who speaks. He's the living God. And I think we women need to remember that he is intimately interested in the goings-ons of our work. He's intimately involved in the things that bother us, worry us, concern us. We're not too small for that for him. You know, and so when we go to prayer, we're actually saying, I'm trusting you for the results. I'm trusting you for the guidance. I'm trusting you in those areas where I don't know what the heck to do. And we're trusting him as the guide. It's, a, it's very much a part of our strategic plan, so much so that I would say it's a core distinctive of the Polish Network and certainly of this merger. Would you agree, Catherine? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like when I think about prayer, I think about, you know, in any business, no one in the organization is going to go off in some strategic direction that is not aligned with the CEO's strategy, right? With the top leader's strategy. They're always going to make sure that what they do is aligned with that strategy, that direction, that initiative. And just like that, God is our ultimate boss. And so, How silly would it be for us to go off in our own direction without checking with God first? Amen. Amen. Prayer as a strategic plan. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for correcting my thinking in that. that There's not practical first. Practical and supernatural come together in that prayer. And that's what we need to go off of, especially if we're collaborating faith-based businesses or even Christians within their own businesses. I may be secular businesses coming together, but you can bathe that in prayer too. Just always putting God first because he is that ultimate CEO. He's the ultimate boss. So what has the merger between the two? So it was Women in the Marketplace and then Polish Network, now Polish Network. What makes it possible now that hasn't really been possible in the past? Because 
I can imagine with two small organizations now becoming one bigger organization, each operated off of, you know, maybe smaller budgets or smaller staff and those types of things. And now you're together as one united front. What are some of those possibilities that can happen for you that may be visible? And then also on the back end of things that are just with the teams coming together? Oh, this is one of my favorite questions because I feel like we just upped our game because of all that women in the marketplace is bringing now to the Polish Network. It's like God gave us a little gift, our big gift, wrapped in packaging in a bow. And we're able now together, you know, it's one of those things that we talked about alignment of values, but there are things that you know, as the Polish Network, we always kind of had this black hole over our ability to get into the business sector as far as the employment resource groups are concerned. We really wanted to up our game with professional development and coaching, and we just always were just scratching the surface. So this is kind of a deficit that we had. Well, Women in the Marketplace has done this with excellence. You know, uh, Catherine has been working towards uh, collaborative relationships for 10 years or more. Man, you should see her list of qualifications. She's been in the business sector uh, for such a long time. And so for women in the marketplace, they already had business services where they would do workshops for corporations to start women's affinity groups and things like that. But they were also developing something called the WIM or the Women in the Marketplace Collaboratories. And these are peer leadership groups. It's a 12-month curriculum that women in the marketplace developed and women can join in. These peer leadership groups are often those things, Erica, that companies offer or or organizations offered to C-suite level executives. And so now, because of this partnership with Women in the Marketplace, Polish is able to offer these collaboratories to any working woman. And it's such an incredible way for us to practice professional development. It's scratching that itch that we've always had. Uh, she brings to the table uh, this experience with getting into the workplace and as far as employment resource groups are concerned. And so we've really been able to add a whole business services arm to what we've done. And we couldn't have done that on our budget with our limited resources as far as our personnel is concerned without this merger. And to your point, and likewise, you know, women in the marketplace on its own, you know, we would have loved to be able to create those monthly gatherings for women, but we just weren't able to get traction. Whereas Polished has been doing an outstanding job for 15 years of giving women the training, all the system support that they need to set up their events. And so that's something we just didn't have. We couldn't put those systems in place. We didn't have the technological capabilities or the resources to make that happen. So bringing both organizations together, we're able to provide women with that opportunity to gather with other working women on a monthly basis as they're able. We're able to provide them with Bible teacher-led studies on Zoom, but also peer-facilitated Bible studies. So we've got material if somebody just wants to start a, a Bible study in their own workplace. And as Amy said, we've also got the ability to provide workshops and these, these leadership peer groups for women at all levels of leadership. You know, there's been such a deficit of resources for women. And, and, you know, there's a lot of leadership development out there, but when you talk to women, they often are experiencing just an inability to get access. 
And so what, that's what we're trying to lower the bar on is making it more accessible to women at all levels so that they can rise up to those executive and even C-level if that's something that they're aspiring to. And the beauty is we get to provide it all in one place. And that's fantastic. And I did run into that in an organization that I was a part of. You know, I was willing, I wanted to, I wanted to like go the extra mile and get more leadership training, but you had to have a certain grade level to even be considered. And then you would have to, your boss would have to write a case for you in case, you know, like you weren't at that level. And it was really disheartening to not be able to do that when that was my drive and something that, you know, God had ingrained in me to want to strive for. So this is beautiful that women of all levels, no matter if they're entry or even Suisse, can get access to. So what do you say to individuals? It could be solo entrepreneurs. It could be people in corporations right now. It could be, you know, organizations themselves that really feel like there's a missing piece and they, they want to collaborate. They want to have partnerships, but they don't really know how to go about doing that to get started or even after they get started, kind of those next steps. What do you say to them when they're thinking about approaching it? I'll tell you one thing, Erica, that I find really makes a difference. And as I mentioned, I've been trying my hand at collaboration for about 10 years and I have come up against brick walls. And then I've seen, you know, like small steps being taken, but then this, right? So the whole gamut. And what I find is, first of all, there's got to be an alignment of values. If you don't have an alignment of values and mission, it's going to fall flat really fast. So that's been a key to our success is finding that alignment. And then when you see, okay, there's some alignment here, there's a possibility, it's really good to start with a project, something that can benefit both organizations, that both organizations can contribute to, that's somewhat finite so that you can test the waters and still produce something that you both can be feel good about. But, you know, you have the option, right, of, okay, that was interesting, not really a fit, let's walk away, or, wow, that worked better than we thought, let's see what's next. So Catherine mentioned really seeking those areas where there's alignment and value, just to reiterate that. I think that's so huge. And I even think that's the byline when you reach out to that other organization or that other individual and just say, look, I noticed we seem to be sharing the same heart for X, Y, Z. You know, that's a great, let's just have coffee. Let's talk about it. What are you doing? Let me share. That's a great byline to reach out with. So alignment values. She also said um, to find that project that you can both get behind. I think that's awesome. And then I think the third thing I would add to that is that this incorporation of prayer that we talked about. I think sometimes where we pray and end our prayers with a period And I think that what if we started to end our prayers with a question mark? Lord, how do you want to do this? Lord, how do you want our organizations to partner, to collaborate together? So what if you invited that individual or that CEO or the executive director, whatever of that organization, what if you invited them just to pray and ask the question? If Catherine and I could tell you anything, like if your listeners right now feel like the Holy Spirit is tapping them on the shoulder and saying, remember that person I brought to mind? Remember that other organization that's doing something similar and you were worried about it? Where is the alignment of values? Reach out to them along those things. Find a project. Is there something you can do together? Is there something in your community? 
is there a conference like boldly that you could serve together? And then can we get together and pray? If your listeners are feeling that, those are three practical ways that you can start the collaboration process with another organization. You know, Eric, I'm thinking about you too and um, this desire to start a group for entrepreneurial women. And I think the thing that we have to break through is that if somebody else is doing it, maybe I shouldn't. And I think that the need is so huge. We need a hundred Ericas. You know, and I think that's the thing when we when we're scared to reach out to collaborate, if we can just tell ourselves that like, no, the harvest is plentiful. The workers are few. Like, let's see what we can do together. So I just want to encourage you and your listeners with those things. Just to expand on that, there are people you're going to reach that no one else is going to reach. There are people who will resonate with the way you approach things that may not resonate with others, that they might even see, all of a sudden, for some reason, you're the one who helps them flip that switch, turn the light bulb on. And so it is so important that we each recognize if God's put it on our heart, there's a reason and there are specific people that he has put us here to connect with, to serve, to lift up. The other thing I do wanna mention is this book, Well Connected by Phil Butler. I wish I had had it 10 years ago. It actually describes so well all the things that I experienced when I was making the mistakes and all the the reasons why this collaboration has worked so well. So it's an excellent book. It highlights a lot of different ministries that have tried to work together and failed and why, and then others that have worked well together and why. Can't recommend it highly enough. And I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much for... I will be reading that. I will add it to my Amazon read list. (laughs) I love how you go back to the prayer. Uh, A woman that I'm working with right now, a group of us are doing a digital event. It's a digital event. And God placed on her heart the specific speakers. And she reached out to us the very next day because she had bathed it in prayer and said, Lord, bring to mind who I need to ask to become a speaker. She didn't go searching. She didn't do the research. She literally bathed it in prayer. And when he told her who it was, she was obedient and she went after it. She also did a little bit of research and found a woman whose business is actually titled the same thing as this digital event. And she reached out to her and they had a conversation and the woman was like, well, how can I support you? And she didn't have an answer. She's like, I'm not quite sure. I didn't come prepared for that. So they literally sat and we're not going to leave off of that call until the Lord told that woman how she was going to support this event. And so they prayed about it and they were together and they sat in silence. And then all of a sudden she got the answer of, you know, I'm just going to promote it to my list. And she has a big list of people. And that's what God told her. Like, that's what she was going to do in her promotion. But they didn't just sit there and think of it from the business perspective. They actually waited for God to speak and tell them how to move forward. So just coming back with what you had said at the very, very beginning of prayer is first. It's the first thing that you do and bathe it all in prayer. And that is where you will get that clarity and probably that confidence to move forward and reach out to these people who will be the right partnership. And I do like how you said to do a project because sometimes personalities don't mix and that's not anything wrong with either party. It's just, you know what, you might not do well together in a collaboration. And so being able to do something that is 
so finite, like an event would be a great way to get that started. Well, ladies, this has been fantastic. I am so excited for both of you, Catherine, and you emailed me. It was a no-brainer. I was like, yes, that's amazing. I love that this is happening. And I was so excited to have this conversation just to learn more about how it happened and how you guys are executing it. And so thank you for sharing that. It would be remiss if I didn't give you a chance to talk about the Boldly Conference that is coming up and then also how they can get connected to the Polished Network. Yeah, so the Boldly Conference is Friday, October 20th. It's in Dallas, Texas, actually at Bentry Bible Fellowship in Carrollton, so just north of Dallas. And we are so, so excited. The themes this year are Be Renewed, Be Emboldened, and Be Transformed, based on Romans 12, 1 and 2. And the speakers are just outstanding. We've got Megan Alexander, Joe Saxton, We've got Tracy Matthews, who we mentioned earlier, Hannah Stultz, who wrote a book called Wisdom-Based Business. Who else, Amy? Kat Armstrong. She's the co-founder of the Polish Network. We have Jenjet Barrett, that a lot of people know. Also, a dear friend of ours, uh, Dr. Joanne Hummel. She is speaking to both married and single women about how single women are in leadership and some of the issues there. Super excited about that. We have a mental health panel with Marketplace Chaplaincy uh, there, LPC counselor, as well as an executive coach. So it's it's going to be a wide range, and it's going to be a fantastic time together. We are always just amazed. Who tells us yes when we reach out and ask them to speak? And uh, we couldn't be more thrilled for the lineup this year. I'd love for your, um, maybe we can put this in the show notes too, but we'd love for anybody that's interested to go to boldlyconference.com and find out more about it. If you can't get to the Dallas area, we're also selling the recording and you can host your own watch party. You can host your own group if you'd like to do that in your workplace or at your church or in your home. And so there's that availability too. So nobody has to miss out on the Boldly Conference this year. And Erica, we would love to offer your listeners a 20% discount code, FAITHGATHER, all caps, FAITHGATHER, which you know I'll give you to put in the show notes as well. But yeah, they can go to boldlyconference.com. When they're checking out, enter FAITHGATHER and get 20% off the ticket price. So we're, we are really excited about this year's lineup, and um, we are looking forward to seeing lots of women there. Well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate that discount code. And then also the two of you being on today. Like I said, it's just such a treat. I had you on before to talk about the faith and work at play. And then now just to talk about collaborations and partnerships and how to do that, putting your faith first, and then really making it a successful collaboration that really puts the kingdom and the glory of God on a pedestal and not the businesses and organizations, but the main main goal of just building the kingdom and everything for his glory. So thank you so much for both being on today. I just appreciate you too and you sharing your heart and your experience through this whole thing. And it just makes me so excited for the future of what God has for the listeners and then also myself and Faith and Gather. Thanks so much for having us, Erica. Absolutely. Thank you. Prayer is a strategic plan. I love that. Prayer is practical just as much as it's supernatural. 
I'm thankful for that reminder as I continue on my journey. As you move ahead and seek collaborations and partnerships, remember that prayer is number one and to focus on the alignment of values. Test the waters with a few small projects first and once again, bathe it all in more prayer. Release your agenda and pride and let God do the work in and through you. I'm so grateful you spent time today listening to this episode. If you were encouraged by what you heard, share the love with other women you know and send them the link to this episode. Just think how many more women could be blessed with faith-inspired encouragement. Love and prayers, Erica. Congrats on saying yes to a life filled with joy and Jesus. If you want more, head to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the resources mentioned in today's episode. Be sure to subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform to stay faith-inspired. And remember, faith is not just a belief, it's a lifestyle. 